Elise, are we about to hear your dad sing the fight song? Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. I'm Jane Felt. I'm Elise Notariani. And I'm Marianne Aliardi. And this week we have an interview with ESPN's Sal Palantonio. I've been living off of a text that I recently got from my one friend who's a Giants fan, which is really unfortunate. But after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, he texted me and was like, just a reminder that the NFC East is Tom Brady's kryptonite. I literally and have no idea what that means. Any of that? <laughs> I know who Tom Brady is. Got it. The there NFC East is the division that the Eagles are in. Are you even, you're from Scranton, are you even an Eagles fan? Well, my dad's a huge Eagles fan. My family's a huge Eagles family. Like my dad used to get kicked out of the house when we were young because he was screaming <laughs> too loud. Um, my wow. sister named her dog Dawkins. Um, That's I, amazing. I have tried so hard to care and I just, I can't. My dad is also a huge Eagles fan, but I, I followed in his footsteps. That's true. He, that's really why I'm an Eagles fan too, because if I wasn't, then I would, wouldn't be with him on Sundays. So I, that's kind of how we watch. I'll sit next to him and do work. And not break. really paying attention at all, right? I'm only paying attention when something really good happens. It's the best way to watch football. It's like watching the highlights reel as it happens. I was gonna say, there is a way you can do that. You could just watch yeah, the know. highlights. I know, but you know, when the person that you do stuff with all day is watching the game, what are you gonna do? Unless you really hate it. I'm sure there are people who really hate it. I, I view it differently. Like, I don't really care if they win. I wish them well. I hope they all are very happy. As long but... as they all have fun. Oh my God, yes, seriously. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, you know, you, cause you, I don't wish anything negative to them and that's what's important to them. But when you watch people who excel at something, it's really interesting to watch. You watch football very differently than I do. I, I was just going to say, do any of you, are any of you paying attention to the leadership and, you know, no. working together? But I still think that you're doing really well for somebody who really couldn't care less. Thank you. My husband has tried every season to watch the Eagles with us and he can't do it. He just really has no Wait. interest in it. He has no interest in football or no interest in the Eagles? In football. Wow. I'm shocked by Don't that. Don't sound to be surprised. No, because, you know, around here, it just seems like every, it's a many, style. many adults are big Eagles fans. Did he, yeah, wait, did he I grow know up that, here? No, he grew up in New York, but his mother's from Philly. Okay. And should that, that should rub off. But right? we lived in New York. I remember him com complaining a little that he couldn't add to the football talk. All you have to do to add to New York football talk is say, man, the Jets suck, don't they? That's, that's <laughs> it. Couldn't that go with the Eagles too? Couldn't you say no. that? No, no, you absolutely no. cannot say that in Philly. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think the Eagles suck. I don't know. All I, mean, I remember about the, the Eagles growing up is that every time I would ask my dad how the game went, they lost. Like, that's all I remember. Oh, um, Elisa, you were aware that in this area, you don't want to be a Dallas fan. And I know there are some. Oh, my dad always said that he would love to move to Texas, except there's too many Dallas fans. What about John? He's a Steelers fan, which causes problems. Oof. And actually, so my dad's been a season ticket holder for, I guess, my entire life. And I thought I was going to be like the best girlfriend ever and take him <laughs> to the Eagle Steelers game. And he knew ahead of time, like he had to wear green. He couldn't cheer mm -hmm. that loudly for the Steelers. No. Um, he was going to have to blend in. We we're like deep in Eagles territory. Oh and my, my dad, being my dad, showed up at the game the week before and told everybody in the section that John was coming, that he was a Steelers fan, and to harass him. And they took that to heart. They, oh, my. It would have been fine. John could have handled it. 
if the Steelers hadn't had their biggest loss in like 30 years to the Eagles. Oh, oh. I thought I was being such a good girlfriend and he had the worst time. Oh, I, I'm going to say something controversial, which is that I think if you were bringing your boyfriend who's a Steelers fan to an Eagles game, you probably should have thought that through. <laughs> I don't, I guess. That was the last time I ever put in any effort to, to watch football or to be interested in any way, shape or form. Good call. Good call. What did you see Carson play? Think so. Again, you are putting a lot of stock into how much I played. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, well, that's when, big. When do you think it was around when? I think it was 2017. Okay. So, yeah. Unless he was Is injured. He- isn't he always injured? That's another thing I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. If Joe Eliardi was on this call right now, he, <laughs> there would have been so many things that people said that he would not have liked, and that would have been one of them. He would have said, no, no. He's not going to like me. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll give you a pass, I think. Just be careful I mean, from here on what you no. say. Mom has Especially said about worse. Carson. Yeah. Yes, I've said worse, but I'm married to him, so he has <laughs> to like me. There's, you know, right. what are you gonna do? Fair enough. I don't know what's happening with all the so many rumors are out, so you don't know what's true and what's not true. But if the rumors are true, I'm certainly not impressed with Carson. And you know how I talked about I would watch the game for the leadership and the and the sportsmanship and the the team dynamic. And it's like, okay, come on, you weren't doing good. You were taking out of the game. Don't tell me you you like threw a little fit because of that. Wait, what happened? Because I I don't like football, but I do like gossip. <laughs> I know that Doug Peterson's not the coach anymore, and that Carson's <laughs> talking about being traded, and that's about it. Okay, yeah. Well, but we don't know if he's talking about being traded. There's there's all these reports, speculation. But... Knowing my luck, they will announce that he has been traded about an hour before this goes live. That'll be shocking though if he's traded. It's amazing to me how Carson was God. Everyone loved Carson. And I even used to say, Joe fought, Joe is a big uh, Carson fan. And I used not to anymore. say- that, Not anymore. I thought he ditched the Wentz wagon. Uh, no, he drives the Wentz wagon. <laughs> no, he has not gotten off. Is that a thing? Do you mean, is it actually a vehicle that has wheels? <laughs> oh. Like as a phrase. Am I coming off as the most stereotypical girl in the history of No, no, you're no. just coming off and as plus, a not a sports It's okay fan. not to. Yeah. I mean, my mom, every year we quiz her on who's playing to hilarious effect. I actually, it's nice that Klein was into sports because with Joe having three daughters, he really had no one to, you know, like kind of talk with during a game. And one year, Flyers were, were playing for the Stanley Cup and it was such a big game and we were all watching and Mara, like halfway through, says, "Is this the World Series?" <laughs> and, it, and I and I text my brother and my nephews, and I was like, "You know, if they win and there's another game, you have to invite Joe over because this is just not nice <laughs> that he's oh, sitting with us so watching sad. this game." I know, I know. But now we're better. John doesn't need anyone point. to watch with. He sits with his nose to the TV and he yells about things, and he does it all day, every day, every weekend for months. That's a lot. I will say though, that since I started working here, I know more about sports now. So every <laughs> once in a while I can like chime in and everyone like looks at me. I call there it you absolutely. Go. We have so much Eagles coverage. Thanks to Sal Palandonio and Dave Spadaro. I am so sorry though, to see Doug Peterson go. We had him in front of 300 people at the Marion talking about leadership. And I read his book and he's just, such an interesting guy. Forget football. 
when it comes to leadership and leading a team. It's really interesting. It's funny when we had that, I kept saying to people, just, you don't have to be a sports fan. It's not about sports. It's about leadership and, and leading a team. And luckily some people said, yeah, okay, I got it. I'm not a sports fan, but I liked listening to him. And he loves ice cream. And he loves ice cream. haagen I believe right. haagen vanilla, isn't it? I think he's very specific. That's Sal knows. Sal, Sal got him the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely transcended football. So how do we get from there? How do we get from Carson being a god, Doug being so loved and having created such a culture that brought this win, this giant win, and now puff, it's all gone. It's all gone. Everybody hates them. I think them. it's just human nature. Like there needs to be a scapegoat so you can move on. And yeah, but now there's two. I know. And I'd really, I'd, I really wonder, is their relationship ruined? Because that would be so sad. They, they built something. There's been so many times that the Eagles had great players and then they let them go. And then they're on the Super Bowl champion teams. Yeah, I do remember after the Super Bowl win, having like a iffy feeling like that seemed like a one-off thing. Granted, mm -hmm. uh, I had that feeling. And then I made a bet with my friend that they would win a Super Bowl in the next five years for like $50. Yeah. That I'm really wow. hoping he forgot about. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah. I had visions of us being the Patriots. How great was that night? Forget the night. The two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, everyone was so happy. It was fantastic. People even said things like they were, um, they'd be driving and if someone cut them off, it'd be like, okay, it's okay. No problem. Go ahead. Like everyone was just happy. That's not a Philly or a South Jersey attitude. <laughs> it is when the Eagles are winning. For me, it was it was bittersweet because it was within the year that my father died. And if there was the epitome of a long-suffering fan, it would be him. Like, I think one of the reasons that I watched the game so carefully is I thought he was going to have a heart attack with like how much he was pacing and cursing and so frustrated i watched with him all the time and then when they finally get in and finally get in good he has to die and <laughs> not be able to see this did and he died before the super bowl yeah i mean oh. not like two days before or something it was like that year and yeah. so we watched it my family with his uh eagles hat oh, and nice. we always watch with his eagles hat but that's well that's sad yeah, I feel like that's the top story that I heard from most people about that night was like either I watched it with my dad or like I called my dad after. Elise, were you with your dad on the Super Bowl? I wasn't. He was um, hunkered down in Scranton, just yelling at the TV for <laughs> weeks at a time. Um, and I was in school in DC where nobody cares about school. Oh, <laughs> no one. Um, everyone was just rooting oh, against the Patriots. So they knew that I was the only one from the Philly area and that I knew the fight song and they made me sing it like four or five times. <laughs> Is it weird that I'm surprised you know the fight song? I thought the same thing. <laughs> My dad was so loud. I could hear it like down the street, literally down the street. So when would your dad sing it? I don't oh, know that Joe's God. ever sang it. All the time, <laughs> seven or eight times during a game, any game win or lose oh, that's funny i've definitely sang it in our living room with dad throwing tea. really yes it's very yeah. uncomfortable to sing it by yourself in the middle of the <laughs> party. I, I can see that too 
Yeah, I didn't love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't feel like I would sing it very much until I had kids, but then you have to indoctrinate them. Are you the biggest Eagles fan in your house? Yeah, I would say so. Wow. You know, at our ES Super Bowl party, two of them were Patriots fans. How did you even invite them? Like, there there wasn't close like, friends. What are you doing? No, they're really close friends of ours. We were friends with them when the Eagles lost to the Patriots because the Patriots cheated um, in the <laughs> Super Bowl. That must have been awkward. When I was in fifth grade. Oh, we still talk about the flake gate all the time. At least you know what that is, right? I do. I do know that. Oh, you, what? You want to talk about a top 10 Bill Notariani rant? That was one of them. I could probably recite it verbatim. <laughs> if being an Eagles fan is the top sport in the South Jersey area, hating on the Patriots is the second. Well, it would have been Dallas, but... You hate Dallas because they suck. Yeah. You hate the Patriots <laughs> because they're just annoying. That's because you only have the last 15 years. Like No, they I were stand by dynasty. my statement. <laughs> No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. There was a time when the, when Dallas was fantastic. Yeah, Klein, get an education. There is something behind it. But that's why I hate them because they are holding on to that. And that's what they, they're like America's team. And it's like, you haven't been America's yeah. team for close to 20 years. Calm down. Jane, did Dallas Sucks start when they stopped being so fantastic? Or I thought oh, no, it was just like it, always. I feel, I feel like it was always like, everyone hated Dallas in my family like right when we were young so it had our, to be when they were good they're they're right they're like in our division that happened but we don't say that about other teams in our division I don't know I say that about the Giants <laughs> yeah but yeah well they yeah. suck too right? welcome to the NFC East yeah <laughs> no, I still don't know what that is I am a little annoyed because I was going to try to get Elise to sing the fight song, but she told me I would have to give her a bottle of whiskey. No, no, no. Come on, Elise. You know how quickly somebody in my family would cut out that audio and use it as their ringtone for the rest of their lives? No. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. You can't talk about the Eagles and not sing the fight song. It's just like- If you want, I bet that I can get my dad to record an audio of him screaming it uh, <laughs> for this podcast. Oh it's a distinctive sound. If you think you can, I will take that. Okay, I can do that. I'm here with Sal Palantonio from ESPN. Hey, Sal, thank you so much for being here. So great to see you. All right, yeah, because you know why I have this big question. How on earth does it happen that not that long ago, we all loved Doug, now he's not the coach. Everyone loved Carson, and, and now everyone hates him. How does that happen? Yeah, let's take the first part of it on uh, Doug. Yeah. It, it just disintegrated really quickly at the end of the year. It was pretty clear that Doug in his final two press conferences mm. was feeling like he wanted to have more control and saying so publicly. I think there was a bit of a power struggle because right. they, look, they looked at the team and said, oh, wow, we disintegrated here with this coaching staff, we want to have more control over the future of the franchise. They should have just listened to Doug, frankly, in my view. You know, the guy won their Super Bowl title for him and he does know what he's doing. Now, as for Carson, it was a steady, steady, steady decline, Marianne, and then it just went downhill very fast. The knee injury, the Super Bowl year, the back injury, the concussion in the playoff game against the Seahawks, drafting Jalen Hurts, I think, upset him. Um, you know, he had a lot of things going on prior to the season starting, and then he just didn't play well and he couldn't get his confidence back. You add to that fact that I don't want to get too technical about this, but I think it's an important point. They had a lot of injuries on their offensive line and it all just 
crashed. Right. It seems like the biggest hate I'm hearing for Carson has to do with a rumor. Carson wants to be traded. He wants to leave Philadelphia. He's betraying us. Well, you know, it's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. So this is these are stories that are reported out by very good reporters. Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, Paul Domowich and Les Bowen of Philly.com. Uh, I, you know, there, there are a Tim McManus of ESPN.com. Okay. These are, these are well-sourced reports about ah. the fractured relationship between the coach and the team, the quarterback and the coach. Right. And, um, you know, and between frankly, the quarterback and the locker room in a football team, there are a lot of different politics going on. Yeah. And yeah, just like any large company or organization. You know, yeah. it's it's all about politics and showbiz, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 standing on the sidelines. It's just amazing to see something take a dive so quickly, and it, because it was so good. Yeah. So there was a steady decline in Carson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that finally precipitated in the end, where he was benched, and Jalen Hurts came in. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm not convinced that Jalen Hurts is the answer. Yeah. In four starts, he only completed 52% of his passes. Yeah. Um, he had 10 fumbles. He had four interceptions. Uh, and that's way too many. I, I don't think he's big enough, Marianne. He's only 6'1", less than 220. You know, remember Carson's six, four and a half, almost 6'5", and weighs close to 240. Carson's a big man. Yeah, yeah. Jalen is not a big man. Do you think if Carson hadn't been benched, would Doug still be here? Tough to answer that question. Would people? I think, I think the question that you want to ask is if Carson had played well right. in 2020 or played well enough. Remember, he was last in the league in most categories. He was down there with Sam Darnold of the Jets. Yeah. Isn't that, that's a bad neighborhood to be in. Yeah. So if he just played well enough, Doug Peterson would definitely be here. No question. Yeah. But yeah. he played very, very poorly. It takes a lot to go from signing a guy in 2019 to the largest contract in franchise history. He's the highest paid player in franchise history. To go from that to benched midway in the season, you have to play really, really badly. And Carson Wentz played really, really poorly. And that must be embarrassing for a lot of people, including Carson, but also the people who made the offers to him. Right? Well, of course, the guy, of course, it's an organizational failure, Marianne. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's Jeffrey Lurie who signed the checks. It's Howie Roseman, the GM, who made the deal. Yeah. Uh, certainly Doug Peterson, who had a hand in picking Carson Wentz, obviously drafted him. And then, you know, the failure around the organization to put pieces in place and it also goes to show you, uh, I got this over my shoulder, Philly special. It also goes to show you what a magical, improbable thing it was for Nick Foles to win that Super Bowl with Doug Peterson in 2017. Yeah. So very, very difficult to duplicate. It was, in my opinion, lightning in a bottle. Yes, they, they had this synergy going with all the players. Everybody, it was a love fest, an Eagles love fest. Everybody loved everybody. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll never see that kind of thing again. But you know, if you're asking me, should the Eagles have fired Doug Peterson, even all they went through this year? Yeah. The answer is emphatically no, no way. He made the playoffs for three straight years. There were only three other coaches in the NFL who had a three-year playoff run. They were Sean Payton, who had Drew Brees, Bill Belichick, who had Tom Brady, Andy Reid, who had Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. and Doug Peterson, who had a revolving door at quarterback. So I think Doug deserved, without a doubt, the benefit of the doubt. He got COVID-19, Marianne, in the summer, right? Yeah. So, you know, I went through the pandemic and covered the NFL on the road for 27 straight weeks. I know what it took. I know what it, the players had to go through, the coaches had to go through, reporters like me, to be the number one reporter on the number one sport in the number one network and be on the road for 27 weeks in a pandemic. That was challenging for me. And I wasn't tested every single day like they were, every yeah. single day. And Doug got COVID and had to quarantine, then come back and coach his team during a pandemic. It's hard enough to play, to go to school or get on a bus or yeah. go to work. But to play tackle football in a pandemic is an, an extraordinary achievement. And for that reason alone, I think he deserved the forgiveness and the forbearance of the moment that we all deserve. And firing him, I think, was a horrible thing to do to him. Where do you think he'll end up? Well, I know he's taking a year off. Yeah, good. He was, he was offered a job with the LA Chargers, turned it down. He was offered the offensive coordinator's job with the Seattle Seahawks. He turned that down. Uh, he has built a home in South Florida with his wife, Jeannie. Uh, I know they spend a lot of time down there. He likes golf. He's reconnecting with his family. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think Doug deserves a year off, and he's getting paid two more years, twenty-one and twenty-two, wow. Wow. at six million a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go. That's pretty good. And nice, con nice consolation prize. Absolutely. Who but it does it doesn't excuse firing him, in my yeah. view. Sure. Well, I'm sure he would rather still be the coach. Oh, no question. And he should be the yeah. coach. Yeah. I mean, even even Jeffrey Lurie said, Doug, here's the quote. Doug Peterson doesn't deserve to be fired. Wow. He said that on the day he fired him. Wow. Now, if that is at Lewis Carroll and Jabberwocky talk, I don't know what is. <laughs> huh. Doug, <laughs> Doug won't take a job that isn't head coach somewhere, right? I wouldn't if I were him, but he may yeah. have to. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Well, you know, I mean, he has to pick and choose. I mean, there's, I, if I were him, I would hold out to be a head coach, and he should be. But, you know, the truth is, around NFL circles, the damage done to Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson and the Eagles organization for the way things went down in 2020 and how they ended in 2020 is difficult to calculate. It's pretty big. It will stay with them for a little while. It's staying with Carson Wentz. They're having a tr trouble trading him. They're not going to get a first-round pick for him. Yeah. Do you, do you think there's any way that Carson stays? It's be hard to put that toothpaste back in the tube. Wow. I was going to say to you, if he does stay, how do they, do, how do they get the team together? How do, how do you work, get all these players to work together as a team? Tough to do. Yeah. Like J Jalen Hurts is going to be working out. 
with the team's wide receivers. Carson Wentz has not said anything publicly. And you listen to the talk. You know what's going on. We all do. We listen to talk sports. Well, I do. You know, you have friends and family members who are plugged in and are telling you all the time. You use the words. I think you might have said hate for Carson Wentz. There's a lot of people out there who are very anti-Carson Wentz because he signed that big contract and now he wants to be traded. Yeah. Certainly when you're a Phillies fan, a Philly fan, you don't like anyone saying, I don't want to play here anymore. Once Once someone says that, you're like, okay, go. Yeah. See ya. We don't want you here. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's the loyalty thing. Yeah. It, and it's the wellspring of it is of course from South Philly. You know, it's like, all right, well, I get, get out of here. <laughs> yes. right? That's right. But I I don't see him as a fit, Marianne, with any NFL team right now. Oh wow. That's tough. He, he's a he's a man without a country right now. Yeah. But amazing what can happen in a year. Right. All right. Speaking of Phillies fans. So Elise's dad, Bill Notariani, who is from Scranton, who is a big Eagles fan, big Sal Pal fan, of course. Can you give him a shout out, Sal? Hey, Bill, Paisan, go birds. (laughs) Thank you. And boy, won't those Eagles fans have a lot to look forward to this year? Oh, it's going to be a soap opera and a half. Yeah. You know, the, the drama won't stop. And, uh, Guess who's going to be right in the middle of it? Yes, and we will be listening to hear everything you have to tell us about it. Even I will be listening to you, Sal. You're the only only sports guy I'm listening to. So thank you. That's a good thing. And I like writing for SJ Magazine. (laughs) We love when you write for SJ Magazine. Yes, and in in March, we have your story about Doug, which is great. It's called called Doug's Impact. Yes, thanks, Sal. Thanks so much to Sal Palantonio. Elise, are we about to hear your dad sing the fight song? Oh, you bet you are. He practiced this for days ahead of time. He danced up and down the stairs singing it. He took seven different takes until he was happy. He's so excited to to sing it for you guys. So before we listen, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join us for more fun every Tuesday. Are we ready, Elise? Here we go. Get ready for the treasure that is Eagle superfan Bill Notariani. Hey, Dad, you ready? Eagles have just won the Super Bowl. Ready? Hit it. Eagles fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high. Watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles fly. On the road to victory. E A G L E S, Eagles!